Hello and welcome to the Animation Communication Podcast, your source for discussion about animation, film, fandom, and more. So please join your host, I Love Kim Possible a Lot, or KP, and Lauren Kizich, the Abbey Roadie, for today's discussion. If you like what you hear, please remember to support by giving a like, a follow, as well as subscribing to the main I Love Kim Possible a Lot channel on YouTube. Spread the word and keep being a part of a great community. This episode contains some mild adult language. Hi everyone, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas time might be over soon, so this is our last Christmas-themed episode. Um, uh, yeah, um, how, Christmas has been weird, like everything else this year. Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> Have you had a good Christmas so far, Lauren? So far, so good. I mean, as, as good as I can have it in the in the year 2020 where everything's on fire. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't get to do it anywhere near as much as you're used to doing probably around the holidays. Like, you know, some people want to go out and do Christmas events or they go to Christmas you know, tree lightings and all that stuff. And, you know, we can't even do any of that. So, uh, yeah, it's it's kind of a, kind of a letdown in some some regards. But in other ones... Uh, we get to stay in and eat a lot more food, so you got you got that. <laughs> Just like every other time of the year, it's <laughs> except it's comfort food. At, le- at least it has the it's, best food. Yeah, it's socially it's more socially acceptable um, now, I guess. So um, <laughs> the worst things that I get are um, I don't know if you get them, but the Pillsbury the Pillsbury sugar cookies that oh, are pre made and you just put them in. Are the- you are you talking about like the ones that have like the little trees on them and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Those are the shit. Those guys sell out. Those guys sell out so quickly. Like, I have not been able to find any of those guys. I mean, even the Halloween ones, back when it was in, during the Halloween times, I was trying to find even, like, the, the pumpkin and the ghost cookies, and I could not find them. Okay. They were sold out everywhere. I'll, I'll, I'll so mail you that. some sometime, because um, <laughs> I know, like, we still have the thing. I got a bunch of ones for Thanksgiving, and I'm trying not to eat them, like, all in one sitting, because they have a lot of trans fat in them. So, um... <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, and then for Halloween, um, I think I met, I put this on Twitter, like, during Halloween, but they had ghosts and they had Scooby-Doo ones for Scoob, so. Yeah, uh, I was trying to find Scoob ones, too, and they, no, it was, like, freaking impossible to find them. So that's one of my favorite things, but it's not, like, now it's not only, like, a Christmas theme specifically, like, Peeps is not only, mm-hmm. like, an Easter-specific thing now, um, you know, it's just like whenever you feel like a peep, there's a Christmas peep and there's a there's summer peep. I don't know. Like, I was I was once <laughs> gifted birthday cake peeps. That sounds good. They they're really good. They're like little confetti. They're like little confetti peeps. They're really good. Yeah, peeps are an acquired taste because they have a lot of sugar. So you either like like the kind of like tarty kind of sugary flavor or you think it's gross and like why would these these stupid americans why do they eat all the sugar voluntarily um <laughs> anyway so um yeah covid suck has sucked like last year uh lauren and i went to universal studios um for christmas eve which was neat and i was adopted um and <laughs> generally socal has a lot of Christmassy things to do even though um it's still hot i mean it's kind of hot like it's like you can yeah. wear a sweater. It's, not, it's fine. Yeah, it's it's definitely sweater sweater weather at this point right now. Um, like I've been able to wear some chunky sweaters and feel real good about it because I, lo- <laughs> I love chunky sweaters. Um, 
It's just warm and fuzzy. It's a hug. <laughs> yeah, I have I, I have my onesies for those. So um, I was going to buy a Rudolph onesie, but at this point, I think by the time I get it, it's going to be like right after Christmas. So I'm like, well, I'll get it like next year at the earlier start of Christmas, like when I can wear it consistently, like for a long period of time. But I already have two mm-hmm. onesies, so I'm good. Anyway, um, yeah. Um, yeah, and, and COVID's pretty bad in LA, right? It's like my dad keeps on saying it's like the highest, like death rate in yeah. the country right now. Well, uh, or I should say maybe the maybe not the highest death rate, but I think it's like maybe one of the well, I can't even say it's got the highest amount of people get, getting it. it. It, I mean, yes, our, our the hospitals are in, you know, uh, the uh, emergency units are all like you know crazy busy, but I mean in terms of um like having the highest amount of cases i think there are still other places that have it hotter because like they're considered the hot zones compared to la because at the very least people in la do try to at least based off of what i've seen they do try to abide by the rules because they want to be done with this so everyone wants but that's the thing is like in la you need like to be around more people to get things done because new york you only have to go like even though it's a higher population of people or a higher concentration a higher concentration of people like you you don't you have to go less far to like get food and stuff and like in new york everyone delivers versus here it's just like you gotta get a stick i say here but i'm not there you know what i mean anyway um <laughs> Ment- mentally i am here <laughs> it's just, it's like... you know like it's you know we got the vaccine now so you know hopefully yeah, things so... will see better soon but, yeah and then Based on it, as far as I know, I guess the Pfizer vaccine, you have to have two rounds of it before you can say, hey, I, I'm vaccinated, because I guess that's just what the formula is. That's to my understanding. Um, but yeah, we'll see how this plays out as they're starting to administer it to people. I guess Sir Ian McKellen apparently got it. Yeah, he's old, <laughs> so that makes sense. Yeah, so I'm like, I, I wasn't expecting him to be breaking the news with with getting the vaccine, but I'm like, oh, so okay, so I guess now we know it's officially rolling out, right? So yeah, as young people, probably going to be the last on the list, but you know that's fine. You know, it's fine. Please, yeah, I th- please get the vaccine once available. Like, don't don't listen to the anti-vaxxers, please. Like, <laughs> it's like, look, before COVID, that was a problem with people not vaccinating. So I mean. <laughs> Do you want to get? Do you want to get polio? Do you want to get smallpox? You know how horrible that was to like the human race generally before like we got vaccines for them. Stop being stupid. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I don't think it's so... controversial to say that that. But anyway, um, no, we're getting just... off topic. So we're gonna um, Lauren and I. This is the Lauren and I only um, episode. If you haven't figured that out, like ten minutes in, good good job. <laughs> no Um, we have our guest very quietly sitting off to the side and they're not going to come in until like the last two minutes of the podcast (laughs) hi there bye there get out um so anyway um so we're gonna talk about um christmas movies um that we generally like and um and specifically probably more of the animated variety to fit yeah. in with the podcast i know we try to be we do try to be an all-encompassing kind of podcast and now that you know when we try to branch out on top different topics and different facets of entertainment you know we do try to be all-encompassing in that but obviously we we began this with the focus of, of first and foremost animation. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, so we're going to try and do as close to animation as possible. Even I, if I guess some of them are, have, you know, 
animated elements to them so we'll see yeah but yeah. before we get to that um so if you're hopefully you're watching this like a week before christmas and you have time to like watch a, a crap ton of movies and well what else are you gonna do like watch the vi- watch our videos first and then then you can watch your christmas movies well the thing <laughs> well the thing is you can't say it was a week before christmas because this is the week before christmas it's the week. It will be. Yeah, it will be. It, it will be the week of Christmas that this comes out. So yeah, you got time. So Christmas when this comes is on out, like Friday yeah. this year or something. Uh yeah, it, yeah. Christmas Eve is on on Thursday, and then you Christmas got is on two Friday. days. So you got you got two <laughs> days to binge everything, right? Yeah, so, you can do that. Yeah, maybe we'll release this early so people have time to like binge the movies. Okay, anyway, we'll figure it out. You'll like you'll hear this when you hear this. Um, so before we go into the the Christmas animated movies, so like and then. Um, just to compl- just to just to reiterate, if you're around for the Halloween um, animated specials, it's going to be like that, but for Christmas. But before we do that, mm-hmm. there's something that exploded that we didn't have time to get to last time, which is the the Disney the Disney company the shareholders had, like, announcement. <laughs> they laid a lot of lot of lot of eggs, and we're just gonna like mm-hmm. we're not gonna talk. Lauren sent me a list, which um, we'll link in the description of the the YouTube video if you guys want like a complete like list that is organized by um i guess it looks like it's organized by property like all the star wars stuff is is together it's not necessarily kind of alphabetical well, order kinda, yeah kind of sort of and some of it well not so much alphabetical as it is chronological yeah uh, yeah oh I guess yeah they're, that, they're that, that to release sense. a lot of stuff in a very very condensed amount of time uh so yeah we we won't go into every single project but we will say we will say that there are 35 of them slated for the next couple years yes the next couple years i'm saying this is how many things they got going (laughs) and i've been saying this ever since disney plus came out like saying that it's gonna redefine like how um specifically animation but just generally how franchises are marketed and by this list um i think i was right like not to mm-hmm. brag, but you know it's a lot. So if you if you've been living at home, basically they they announced um, some major like I don't know what's gonna happen. We don't know if like movie theaters are gonna recover after this like generally. So everything is Disney Plus slash slash um, theaters mm. now at this point. So like so Rayla and the Last Dragon, which I think is the next big theatrical release from Disney, like original original yeah, IP for. for- yeah, that's yeah. Raya and the Last Dragon is gonna be March of next year, and they're gonna re- simultaneously release it on in theaters and on Disney Plus. Yeah, and I think we talked about this a little bit with Cell Specs, but um, essentially, there's only been there's one trailer, and it doesn't really show a lot so far. It like it shows the char- establishing the main character, and we got some Avatar vibes, but um, that's yeah. really then, it, right? W- so as far as I can, I as far as I know, um, as of the shareholders announcement, um, there were a few images released, a few, um, uh, I guess you could say, a few screenshots from the movie were posted, uh, not of everybody, but of some characters, and one in particular I was very excited about is that we finally get to have a still, a movie still, of uh, Sisu, who is the uh, dragon voiced by Aquafina. Um, and cause up until this point, we've only seen one piece of concept art of her and we weren't even sure if that was going to be the final design, but based off of her design, it's looking pretty final. Uh, 
there may be these tiny tweaks here and there that they may have done in post uh, kind of stuff or at least have gone back and, and adjusted. But it's also potentially because she looks a little more blue as opposed to where she was white, blue, and pink in her concept art. Uh, it, it, and also she kind of looks, she's got elements that make her look almost look like a sea dragon, by the way. If you haven't seen the artwork yet, just go go take a look at Sisu. She's great. Um, but she looks almost bluish in this shot. And uh, now people are theorizing either they changed her design a little bit or she changes color based on her mood, which is also a potential She's like feature a mood, that she has. mood ring, but yeah, like... Yeah, she's a mood I dragon. can see the merch now where they have like little like mood rings that are like like a dragon with a tail and it like can change color. And I'm like, and I, and I know everybody's going to... I don't know. Everybody pokes fun at things where they say something's you know purposely designed to sell merchandise, but I'm like, you know what? Freaking, I don't care. Sisu yeah. looks great, and if she is anything like the concept art we saw, I want a plushie. Not not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're I like I got I have too many plushies, and I made my dad not get rid of any of them when we were cleaning out the attic. So I have like three like cardboard boxes full of just like plushies anyway um do you want to talk about do you have any preference to talk about any live action stuff lauren before we get into like the animation um, stuff uh i guess i can t- basically I'll, I'll i'll lightly touch into some of this stuff here uh particularly we have a whole freaking whole freaking slew of new star wars projects coming only so pretty much all of them are coming to disney plus as far as i know they're yeah all disney plus and uh uh, not not in theaters there because they're they're kind of like the Mandalorian where they're all going to be spinoffs of the same in the same universe or some of them in the same timeline as Mandalorian, and then some of them are even um, glimpses into parts of time in the Skywalker saga that we haven't seen yet, and so because uh, you know they got to keep going back into that one I guess if you want to have they at Darth specified Vader. which ones were animated because I think the Bad Batch series is going to be animated in like Clone Wars I think Bad style. Batch yeah. I th- I think Bad Batches, and I, th- I think maybe Visions is. Um, I'm trying to remember, uh, but I do know. I think they were especially establishing it in uh, in Mandalorian that uh, uh, Ahsoka is going to have her own series on Disney Plus, and because they already do have her. I think this is the first time we saw her in live action. Uh, uh, was in the Mandalorian, and sorry if that's spoiler territory. I'm sorry, I don't know. I've only seen. I feel like it's been, snippets. especially by the time this gets released, like it's been out long enough that, like, yeah. And plus, on top whatever. of whatever, I still need to be the person that sits there. I'm, I still need to sit down and actually watch Mandalorian. I, I need know. to watch I'm, like it's... Um, the majority of the Star Wars stuff. I'm just like, there's a lot yeah. to catch up on, but, and but... but yeah. So we got here's here's literally all of the names of the Star Wars stuff. So we're getting for Disney Plus: Star Wars Rangers of the New Republic, Star Wars Ahsoka, Star Wars Andor, Star Wars Obi Wan Kenobi. Yes, by the way. Yeah, I'll talk uh, about that in a second. <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about that. Star Wars The Bad Batch, Star Wars Visions, Star Wars Lando, Star Wars The Acolyte, and Star Wars A Droid Story. So. Okay, I'll do Obi. Go ahead. That's all within the next couple years. <laughs> okay, I'll do Obi One. So, um, so I said I'm I'm the same way with the MCU. So like I don't particularly care about the M- MCU only because I've never had the time. To- like not that I don't care. Like you're stupid for caring, but like I've just never like been the right place at the right time to 
to be watching mm. continuously. Like I'm not I'm a casual superhero fan. I like Spider Man and that's really it. Um so I'll watch the Spider Man movies and then I won't watch anything else. So um so in case you're paying attention for the next MCU Spider Man uh, movie, they're doing a Spider Verse thing, uh, where they mm-hmm. getting they're getting Tobey Maguire and they're getting Andrew Garfield, and um, I was just like, "Yo, I don't care about MCU. I didn't see Infinity War, Infinity Wars. I didn't see Endgame. I don't know what anyone was talking about. I just didn't do it." But like, damn, this is the thing that's gonna get me into MCU. Shit, <laughs> they got me. So. Um, they got me, um, so I'm I'm a sucker for Sam Ramsey Spider-Man. Like, I low-key liked, I know I'm gonna get a lot of flack for this, but I low-key liked the Spider-Man PS4 game better than Spider-Verse. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, animation world. Um, I love, Spider-Verse is good too, but like, you know, I, I, I anyway. So, go. Before the pitchforks are thrown, let's, let, let's keep going. <laughs> I like I like both of them. Okay, so um, now we get um, Tobey Maguire back as Spider Man, and plus, like obviously, um, they teased um, again. Slight spoiler warning. Obviously, they teased um, in Far From Home that um, they cast J.K. Simmons as the MCU J. Jonah D- Jameson. Words are hard. Um, so he was J. Jonah D- Jameson. Say that three times fast. Um, John Jacob Jinkleheimer Schmidt. <laughs> anyway, um, so they they cast him as the MC Universe version. So now there's two J.K. Simmons, J. Jota Jabesons that are slightly different. That I hope are interacting like the end, the end, the end, um, the end card or something. So um, you know, but anyway, it's not important. So they just cast. Um, um, Alfred Montoya, I think, who does a lot of voice acting these days. He was in, um, he did the Hey Arnold movie. He was, um, he did, um, Frozen 2 at the beginning, like stuff like that. So, um, I'm just like, yeah. So anyway, back to Star Wars. So same thing with, um, same thing with Obi-Wan. Um, I haven't watched any of the Clone Wars series. I haven't watched any of the... The the other one, Rebels. Rebels. That's the other yeah. one. Well, yeah, because I was going to say that Obi-Wan's supposed to take place in between the time that uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin separate. And so, uh, and before the events of, of basically episode four. Uh, right. So, but, but what the big deal is, is that it's funny that what seemed to be trending more, this was one actor over the other, and I guess it is because we haven't seen him in a while. But um, Ewan McGregor is returning as Obi-Wan. First of all, big deal. Uh, My body is all, ready for the memes. Uh, Hay- <laughs> Hayden Christensen is also returning, uh, but in his role, uh, at, I guess in his role as Darth Vader. So yeah, who, not that it will matter. Who's we were in the not ready for suit, that one. But <laughs> I mean, they'll probably have some FaceTime for him. I'm assuming, but especially after Episode Three, I mean, he was kind of. I mean, they had to do all the makeup and stuff like it, but you know what? It's you know what? This is cool. This is cool, and we get to have them both back. And I, I, I feel like to a degree, a lot more people look back on the original trilogy, and they can still see that there is actually some value to the the original trilogy, as much as people complained about it originally. Um, and it seemed like for me, Episode Three was the strongest of all three of those movies mm-hmm. that they put out. Uh, 
and uh, it, it is incredibly memorable m- memes aside <laughs> um uh but yeah it's so i'm excited i'm ex- i'm excited to see where they go with this um and and how and how they carry it out uh but yeah so i mean they got they got all of this stuff set out for star wars so yeah star wars isn't going away anytime soon not that we were particularly worried about that <laughs> yeah i mean we already knew disney was not going to let that happen um, but it is cool to see that how they're expanding the universe because again, once you end the Skywalker saga, it's kind of it, you know, you don't want to like, otherwise it's too it's like, soon yeah, to make a new trilogy. Old... So, you know, yeah, it's otherwise you're going over old ground again and that's all you can do. But meanwhile, you have stuff like, yeah, you have Lando. So apparently there's going to be a Lando Calrissian spinoff and then there's going to be, uh, Ahsoka from, uh, uh Clone Wars that they're going to have her. And then there's gonna be uh, and then there's gonna be a series about a new droid too i guess a droid that's friends with uh, r2d2 and c3po i guess uh, that isn't bb8 <laughs> i think that's what it is yeah we get uh, to make more money <laughs> yeah and, by we uh, i mean disney yeah. so yeah so it'll be interesting to see where all of these go and um uh yeah i i think if i remember yeah i was am i wrong in this i think it was i think star wars visions is the anim, is the animated one cuz i was trying to remember there was one series that they're making that's going to be all or yeah it was going to be all uh animated by different i think either different japanese studios or it was going to be different japanese artists something like that where they're all going to be animated differently kind of like uh, if you remember the the the, the collection the animatrix where it was all these different animated shorts based on the universe of the Matrix movies. Okay. Um, that it would basically be kind of like that, but I think it was for Star Wars. I could be wrong. But I do I do remember that you were announcing something like that. So it's, it's basically Disney's Animatrix. <laughs> Yay, we, like, that sounds trippy. Like, you know, imagine if all those, like, a, like, like G-rated drug dealers, and, you know, that's why they have visions. There you go. That's my idea. Um... And yeah, as far as um, Hayden Christensen, like probably, I'll probably talk about like how the how the um, the Star Wars movies have been like redefined by nostalgia and nostalgia, and now people like adore them for some reason. But you know they can still use Hayden Christensen for flashbacks too, like regular Anakin. So I'm I'm curious to see like how he'll act with like actual good direction. So you know that also, no offense George Lucas, but like kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, any more live action? Oh, Indiana Jones 5. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting to see where they're going to go with that one. Uh, especially when they were, I remember ages ago they were talking about putting in a new indie, or like recasting indie to be somebody else. Uh, because cl- clearly Harrison Ford's not about it, so <laughs> he's like... They he's just like, give him enough money, wants- he'll do things, it's fine. Yeah. Um, uh, that means they have to get, like, Shia LaBeouf back, which is, like, my favorite person. So that should, I don't know. Um, I think that's all the live-action stuff that I care about. Um, like, I low-key care about a little bit, like, Chippendale, um, with John Mulaney, because I really like John Mulaney. Yeah, isn't that, but the thing, yeah, and that's live-action. I thought that was, I'm like... Meanwhile, I'm very much afraid we're gonna get because they're gonna put them in live action chipmunks, like mascot suits. Well, no, live action. (laughs) No, live. Okay, think about it. When was the last time we had live action chipmunks? Oh yeah, you're right. 
chipmunks. <laughs> it's the sellout boys. Well, I mean, I know two. this isn't. I know this isn't Sony, but at the same time, I still can't help but think: How are they going to do this without it sounding like it's going to be another chipmunks movie? Like, I really don't want. I really don't want that to happen, especially for Rescue Rangers. But <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, I've I've mixed thought about I have mixed thoughts about Rescue Rangers because someone I really do not like is a big fan of that. So you could maybe you can guess, but like I don't know, I'll probably get over it. It's a me thing. Um, I just I just um, I just am just very assertive and confrontational, and then that makes people uncomfortable and they like project emotionally like things on me to show how uncomfortable they are, and then I'm like, wow, day baby. So that's that's me. Um. <laughs> don't don't make KP angry. KP KP will beat you. Anyway, welcome to the Christmas part podcast. So besides Rayla, um, I think the biggest thing, um, is like a bunch of sh- a bunch of stuff got greenlit that um are like series about current IPs. Like we got a Moana series, we got a, a Tiana series, which is Princess mm-hmm. and the Frog. We got a Zootopia series. We got another mm-hmm. Big Hero Six series. I didn't think we need another Big Hero Six series, but like, okay, yeah, I, I guess. Know, but I guess it's more it's more about Baymax. So, um, mm. but anyway, uh, then we're we're also getting, um, uh, yeah, we're getting a. a I, we still have Monsters at Work to wait for whenever that comes. Uh, but in terms of like uh, Pixar projects and stuff like that but um even though that wasn't part of the slate i know that was what they originally were working on i know it's still happening at some point but uh yeah and then we also have uh uh i print i believe it's pronounced iwaju yeah which is uh that's a an animated series that almost think of a think of almost like uh wakanda where it's almost like a i guess you could say like a futuristic society yeah, heavily and like African imagery inspired yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, and then we got Encanto, which has music by Lin Manuel Miranda, and it's going to be the next uh, original animated Disney musical that will be coming into theaters. Yeah, um, so maybe I'm excited if theaters are still a thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I think it'll be theaters and Disney Plus, but as far as I know, it still says it's listed as theaters. So it, we'll see and then we also get doug days uh so it's a, a series a little series on disney plus for doug from up the oh i thought i was just like oh no like doug like 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 doug the guy with the green sweater no i don't want one of those no 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 no, no. <laughs> and then we were also getting uh, a lightning mcqueen and mater series so no mm. this isn't like mater's tall this isn't like mater's tall tales or anything like that which actually those were pretty funny because they're short form and they allow for you know quicker snappier gags no, um, my goose cars. Then, oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> pixar is gonna have their first ever uh series uh, like I guess it's gonna be like a like a short form series. It's a limited series, I think. Uh, win or lose, um, and I believe that's about a I believe it's about a sports team. And I hope about, so. <laughs> and about the team members, and then we also have Luca coming out next year, which is about two best friends, or at least a kid maybe me making a friend while taking a uh, while taking a vacation in the Italian Riviera, uh, and the twist is is that. Luca, our protagonist, is not just a boy making a friend and having adventures. He's also secretly a sea monster. So we got that, <laughs> and I think it's actually it actually there are some glimpses of it 
uh, of his design that have surfaced online because it was from a Disney Plus project that recently uh, recently got posted. I think it was a day at Pixar. I think that's what it was. And um, uh, and there were snippets of, of Luca that you could see uh, in both of his human and sea monster forms. So that's not really much of a spoiler now at this point. It's kind of knowledge that there was going to be a twist in this story. Um, but yeah, the art style looks, or at least the, the character design looks very different from what we're used to with, uh, with Pixar movies. Uh, but I'm all for it because I like to see them branch out with different designs and stuff like that. And if I remember, Luca is, ha- I think the director is the same guy that directed La Luna, which was a short from back in 2011, one of Pixar's uh, shorts. Neat. So, yeah. yeah. For all you sea monster fans out there. <laughs> Do you want to talk yeah. about oh, um, and, Lightyear? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. And we also have a new Buzz Lightyear uh, project coming out in move- in theaters. So it's a Buzz Lightyear movie. But it's not about the toy Buzz Lightyear. It's about the real Buzz Lightyear that inspired the toys. Um, so I guess you could say almost like a, like a Buzz Lightyear Star Command, but it not being Star Command. Which is um, ironically not on Disney+. Plus. So we were wondering why, and this is probably why. <laughs> Yeah, and and Chris Evans is uh, set to be uh, the voice of the real Buzz Lightyear, which some people have been up in arms about uh, because they're like, why not Tim Allen? But I'm thinking, well, first of all, this is about the real Buzz Lightyear, not the toy, so he can have a different voice. And actually, Chris Evans' voice sounds like it could be perfectly melded for a Buzz Lightyear type character. He's already Captain America. So, you know, just... <laughs> So it's they're fine. saying it's that Tim Allen is the cheap guy that they get to record the voices for the toys, but Chris Evans is like <laughs> the better version. Like the leg- it's like Tom Hanks and Tim Hanks, which um, is a reference to I think the DreamWorks video. Yeah. Oh, anyway. and then there is another project project also coming out of uh, of Pixar called Turning Red, which I wasn't I didn't realize it was going to be it sounds like more like a short film premise but I guess they're they know how to make it into a feature length film uh it's because it's about this uh teenage girl she has I want to say she's like 13 year old girl she's trying to go about her her you know her first few years in in junior high and stuff like that and you know getting used to I think a new school at least a new school year but the thing is whenever she gets anxious or nervous or stressed she turns into a giant red panda so the <laughs> Yeah. So, and if I remember, uh, I believe the director of Bao also has, has I think she's directing this one. Who, so, I, who um, I met one time at CN, CTN. Yay. Yeah. So <laughs> it's it's cool that I'm like, I'm, gl- I'm glad to see she gets to take the helm for, for turning red. I was just interested to see, like, that was an interesting premise to see for a feature-length film. So I, I'm I'm curious to see how they'll do it. And it, I, I based on what uh, some team members were saying on, on Twitter and stuff, saying, oh, I finally get to talk, I kind of finally get to say a little something about what I've been working on. Uh, been having so much fun with this movie, and I hope you guys are really going to like it because we've been having fun making it. So I'm like, okay. So, I mean, that leaves me hopeful that people seem to be excited you know about working on this movie so uh really hoping we get to see a little bit more footage as as time goes on uh because i know it doesn't come till 2022 but that would mean 2021 we start getting some footage so yeah we did it uh yeah and then we also have a a a bunch of marvel 
stuff that means for Disney Plus and for theaters. So we're getting, interestingly enough, uh, I'm going to bring it up, is uh, Black Panther 2. Now, this is the year 2020, where the year we lost Chadwick Boseman. Rest rest in peace. Uh, rest in power. Int- <laughs> yes. And, and, and interestingly enough, I looking at the premise for Black Panther 2, they're not going to try and recast Black Panther. Good move. They're, they're actually going to focus more on based on uh, Wakanda as a society and the people that are still a part of it. Like, so, uh, so yeah, I, that'll be interesting to see and in how they carry that out. I think they um, should probably rename it, like, Black Panther, like, subtitle, because Black Panther, pa- Black Panther 2 without Black Panther sounds kind of weird. Like, I know that's probably just yeah. the working title, but, you know. Yeah, and so, and then, but yeah, we're also getting, um, uh, so we're also getting WandaVision. That's coming up real soon in January, uh, January 15th, specifically on Disney+. Plus. We're getting the, the uh, basically the Scarlet Witch and Vision series that everybody's been waiting for. Uh, we also get, uh, coming up in, in theaters, we get Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So that already sounds like it's going to be really interesting, uh, especially Doctor Strange and his... Uh, and his ability to cross dimensions. Um, uh, we also get the Falcon and the Winter Soldier coming out in March 2021 uh, to Disney Plus. So yes, that means we get Bucky. Um, <laughs> um, and then we also have. Uh, I don't the have the context for this, so I'm just like nodding my head. Y- yeah, Bucky. Yep, the guy. The Winter the the w- Winter Soldier. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, so anyway. Uh, and then we also get the long-awaited Black Widow movie coming out on May 7th. Hey, two, two days before my birthday. Uh, and then we also have uh, the very highly anticipated Loki series for Disney+. Plus. Yes, that means Tom Hiddleston is back as Loki for this series. And that has a whole bunch of people hyped, especially when so many people love Loki as a character. And um, uh, huge, huge fandom for him. So I'm very excited to see where they go with it because he, you know, Loki by nature, he's a trickster and he uses disguises and he has, yeah, he has power and he's a smart ass. So we like to see that. Uh, then we also have uh, the What If series, and that's actually an animated Marvel series coming to Disney Plus in the summer of 2021. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's it's it, the I I guess we'll have to link the trailer for it or something like that because it's a little hard to to explain. Uh, but the premise, yes, is what if? Like literally, this phrase ties into everything. So they're gonna uh, they're gonna take gonna your have, fan like, fiction and they're gonna make like a little episode out of it. <laughs> it's a it has to do with like one overarching story, I guess, uh, tying together all these Marvel heroes. Um, and what's interesting is that how they. Uh, designed uh the art design for the for the series looks really good and really different from anything i'd seen of other marvel stuff before so this is really cool uh then we get shang chi and the legend of the ten rings so that would uh that's another marvel series set to come out or at least a marvel movie set to come out uh but this is all part of you know the marvel universe uh we have the miss marvel series coming to disney plus we have uh, Captain Marvel 2 coming out into theaters uh, in November 2022. Uh, we also have uh, The Eternals, which if I'm, I'm trying to remember The Eternals. That's supposed to be November 2021. Uh, but we also get the Hawkeye series on Disney+. Plus. As far as we know, we don't know when that's going to be released. We know that they're working on it right now and that... Uh, 
uh, Haley Steinfeld is part of the crew. So, uh, so she, she's already been seen in her costume and everything like that in promotional photos. Uh, then we got a She-Hulk series. We've got a Moon Knight series. We got a Secret Invasion series. We got Ironheart. We got Armor Wars. I, I'm Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. <laughs> Just one. And, an and then we got a Groot series called I Am Groot. And uh, we also get uh, Thor: Love and Thunder, which I'm trying to remember. I, was that was Love and Thunder Taika Waititi? Was it? I can't remember. No, no, I might be wrong. Anyway, I do know that one's been in talks for a long time. So we get that May 6, 2022 in theaters. And then we have Blade. And then we have Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantumania. So, and then, oh, and a Fantastic Four film. Because we have to d- delve into that one again for the third time in a row. Um, third time's a charm, I guess. First time, first couple times it didn't work. But, um, yeah, so that's pretty much all the Marvel stuff as far as I can tell. Then we're also getting uh, uh, Disney original series. Like, yeah, we got Chip and Dale, but we're also getting a Little Mermaid movie. We're getting a Lion King prequel. We're getting the Jungle Cruise movie in theaters. We're getting a Peter Pan and Wendy movie, I think, for Disney+. Plus. We're getting Disenchanted, the sequel to Enchanted. After all these years, it's finally coming, guys. Not sure when, but I know they're working on it. Uh... And uh, yeah, and then we also get. Interestingly enough, we're also getting Sister Act three. After yeah, that's a long what I wanted. Not having. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then also because of the blue sky umbrella. Sorry, I promise I'm almost done with this list. There's yeah, Lauren. Just a time we're, to Lauren, through. like we we can't make this the whole episode. We're we're forty know, minutes in. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Sorry, sorry. It's we'll, it's okay. We'll cut it. Anyways, and we're also get under the 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 Blue Sky Umbrella and all the 20th Century Fox stuff. We're getting a Diary of a Wimpy Kid stuff. We're getting Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild, which is a series for Disney+. Plus. Uh, we're getting a Night at the Museum animated film and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, we're, there's a ton of stuff. I, again, like, and that's not even going into the detail how much stuff is on this list and on this slate for the next few few years. Um, but yeah. Um, when we start getting the animated series, specifically the ones that are already um, about previous IP, so like the Moana series or the Tiana series, um, I think it might be fun to have a good, might have an episode, no, to have an episode with um, Chris uh, Sorensen back, I can never pronounce his last name, um, who uh, was the AP for the Tangled series, which is really good. I asked him on Twitter if they approached him for any of these IPs, and they said no. But um, I imagine they're using the Tangled series like they have to as kind of a world building um, or a good good way to world build pre-established characters in a way that isn't forced. So, um, you know, it, it should be a good talk. So, yay, we, we, we know people, I guess. So come back for that, like, whenever one of these, like, comes out or at least when we have some more information <laughs> about it. So, um, yeah. yeah. So let's 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 talk about Christmas now. So. Yeah, Christmas. And, and uh, you got movies you want to discuss first? Okay, let me let me or Google. specials. Let me Google stuff. Oh, okay. Well, I'll just start off the bat to say like the Rudolph specials. So um, it should like almost be out by now. If not, it'll be coming out shortly. So we just did a big Rudolph special about like everything that Rudolph's ever been in ever. Um, please watch, comment, like, subscribe um, um, for that. But um, Rudolph is like. Very important. Uh, I love Rudolph. Um, 
I have the Build a Bears Rudolph and Clarice um, mm-hmm. when they first came out. Like that was the that was like I'm not very materialistic. Um, I'll buy like plushies because they help with my mental health and stuff and my anxiety. Um, I'm an adult, um, but usually I don't buy stuff unless like it's clothes or like things that help me express myself and you know that kind of thing. But like I saw the 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 mm-hmm. Build a Bear Rudolph, which was like. 2009-ish and you know they showed a clip of like Rudolph and Clarice the one we used in the video and I was like I'm 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 getting that I'm I'm going I'm going to build a bear this was like when I was a freshman in high school and I was like I'm going to build a bear I'm getting this this Rudolph it lights up so he was in California except except this time you're gonna build a deer ah so he's in California (laughs) right now but he is like one of my favorite stuffed animals um his his nose doesn't work anymore but eh, if anyone is a good good with stuffed animals hit 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 us up in the comments or whatever um if anyone knows how to fix that um anyway so we we, I'll keep it brief because we go into detail about like the Rudolph mythology like in every form in the video but like um if you haven't seen it yet, out of out of the um, out of all the options, so there's six Rudolph movies. Um, um, Island of Mis no yeah Island of Misfit Toys is the best um, because Santa is not being mean to Rudolph and it's also really sweet. <laughs> so the original is also really good when you like skip over Santa like being mean to reindeer for predetermined um, conditions and <laughs> good job being PC there Santa. Um, you know, it's fine. Um, but he... Why he, weren't you at elf practice? Why weren't you at elf? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a, that's a good reminder, because we had... It was originally going to be collab, so that's when we were going to put that line in, but I don't think we put it back in, so we'll... we'll yeah, thanks, Lauren. Anyway, so, thanks, Lauren. She put the meme back in the video, but, um, <laughs> Rudolph is great, um... And Rudolph was made by a Jewish guy. It's okay if he, I mean, he converted, so he's, 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 he's not Jewish anymore, like, when he died. But, like, you know, I guess it's better than something. I think it's ironic, which is fun. But anyway, um, so Rudolph is great. Um, oh, we gotta talk, so I saw Klaus last night for the first time. I knew I'd like Finally. it. I knew I'd love it. I loved it. It's great. Go see Klaus. It's beautiful. Is, is everything that I thought it would be. It's like, I don't have any criticism. It's perfect. Like, like I don't have anything. Like so I, much, I, I so anything. much work went into it. Like, frick, the freaking incredible team with uh, uh, SPA Studios, which is Sergio Pablos uh, Animation. And Sergio Pablos, if you don't know, is uh, he uh, was an animator for Disney at one point, and he is an incredible talent. And so it would only make sense that when he made a studio in Spain that he would hire all this incredible talent. And on top of that, it was a bunch of freelancers as well who were hired from all over the world to make this movie happen. And they implemented new lighting techniques and, and technology to to basically make... 2D animation look 3D. Even with some elements done in 3D in there, it's it's the characters that are actually 2D and the shading and the lighting was... It was a whole new system they had to develop just to, for it to hit a character as if it was a 3D object. So it, it, it's, it's insane. Um, and the movie deserves, honestly, so much more love and recognition. Uh, so please absolutely give it a watch. Is it not... I, it got nominated for an Oscar, I thought. Like, is it... Yes, is it, it did. Is it not doing well? 
Uh, well, no, I feel like it's just like only because because it's a holiday movie. I feel like it's only at a certain time of the year people talk about it. And um, when honestly, I mean, I know it is a Christmas movie, but when you think about how much work went into it, and it, for over years and years and years and years and years of making it, uh, it's it's just it's so it's just so gorgeous, and uh, and it feels like a very different Christmas movie. Like it's it feels like as a traditional Christmas movie, and yet it feels new um in the story it has so it's i don't know it just it's it's just great um i have i have no complaints about it um please go check it out it is on netflix so please go check it out there uh and yeah any other ones you want to mention off the top of your head uh so i'm here to (laughs) slaps down essay i'm here to talk about annabelle's wish (laughs) um I don't know. Have you heard of Annabelle's Wish? No, I just... All I know is, like, Annabelle is the creepy doll from the horror movies. I, I know it's probably something <laughs> yeah, different. No relation. But, you know. I promise you, promise you no relation at all. So, uh, Annabelle's Wish. Interestingly enough, there's a quite a little bit of history to this. So, I guess you could say Annabelle's Wish was actually a film that was... So, it's I want to say it's uh, like a 50-minute film. So, it's almost like a TV movie kind of thing. Except it was made for home release. So, um, so it was made in partnership with the Make-A-Wish Foundation. And so that proceeds from the movie sales, from the VHS sales and stuff at the time, because this came out in 1997, uh, basically from movie sales, it would go back to the Make-A-Wish Foundation. So it would go back to charity, which is freaking fantastic. And the Make-A-Wish Foundation's awesome. So, um... But yeah, the movie is it basically I, I don't want to spoil anything because honestly, it's it's the one movie I go back to every single year. I've gone back to it for 23 years now and watched it. It's my own personal tradition to watch it and um and it makes me cry every time. And I mean, it's it's and as the movie will put it, it's happy tears, I promise you. Uh it's 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 just a it's just it it gets you right there. Um it's about a little cow born on christmas eve and going into christmas day and her name is annabelle and she is a little calf who dreams of of being a part of santa's team as a reindeer like like working with the reindeer um meanwhile she is born on a farm i assume this is out in like tennessee or something like that but uh because it's i mean it's narrated by randy travis and uh has songs by uh, at least a couple songs by randy travis um that uh uh, she's born on this farm uh, where there's this little boy who's like the grandson because uh, there's a grandfather and a grandson that live on this farm and the grandson is a mute and basically Annabelle becomes like his best buddy and his is and c- kind of like helps him stand up for himself and stuff like that but it's even more than that so uh, you it's just it's it's a very touching story and the animation's really nice and cute, and the characters are just adorable, and I just, it, it's great, and I don't want to spoil any more than that. I'm going to uh, ruin your because... sentimentalness. Does he fall in love with the cow? What? No! No! <laughs> Jesus! No! For God's sakes, it's like a little eight-year-old boy, and his, it's almost like a boy and his dog, except it's a boy and his calf. Okay, okay. It's... okay. I just wanted to be funny, but keep on to go. Keep on going. <laughs> There is no, there is no freaking bestiality in this house. Out with you! <laughs> but I love Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
On that note, <laughs> do, do, do. on that note, please go watch Annabelle's Wish. I promise. Is it you available it's not on KPSA? Is it available on any streaming services? Do you know? You can actually, and you know what? I can actually put in a link because somebody, out of the goodness of their heart, uploaded it for free to YouTube, and it hasn't been pulled down yet. So, and it's been like what almost ten years that it's been up, and it hasn't been pulled down. We're pretty so good. <laughs> I so I think pretty good chance if I link it in the in uh link it here on the uh, at least on the YouTube version of our podcast, uh, people can go watch it. It's like fifty minutes, guys. It's really not that much time, and you're gonna love it. Okay, it's, it's gonna be and, good time. Uh, I promise. Okay. Yeah. And and also it is yes got some sentimental stuff to obviously if you have the kid who cannot speak and and he makes friends with the cow who basically acts as almost like uh, an embodiment of his voice I guess you could say like being the being the because the kid's very shy okay so it's like Wilbur the pig so. from Charles Webb kind of yeah in a way yeah okay. um but in but yeah it's it's yeah I don't want to give it too much away it's really good I highly recommend it I mean I wouldn't recommend something. After having watched it, you know, I wouldn't say like, "Oh, I've watched this for twenty three years and hated it." We're, you know? we're the we're, we are we are critics, professional critics. We know. Go watch *Speed and the Beast* Christmas Christmas special or whatever it's called. Enchanted Christmas. Enchanted Christmas. I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, if you want to, it's not, I mean, it's if not you the most horrible one. Like, but. No, I mean, let's be honest. There are far worse Christmas specials that have ever been made. Yeah, far worse Christmas movies too. Uh, in terms of yeah in terms of like continuity with the beauty and the beast story yeah you're gonna have to take it with a grain and salt but uh if you like tim curry being a villain you like <laughs> tim curry doesn't really act anymore you like tim curry definitely definitely do definitely watch it then uh otherwise and the animation's not bad either yeah so, animation's mean, not bad like for, for straight to home video release not bad honestly so <laughs> Uh, let's, let's just say we've seen worse when it came out of, like, Bell's Magical World. (laughs) Bell's Magical World was way worse. We all know it. So, um, (laughs) uh, uh, yeah, so, yeah, there is Enchanted Christmas, if you wanted to watch that, and are okay with kind of just throwing continuity out the window from Beauty and the Beast, uh, and character development out the window. (laughs) It's fine. This is fine. This is fine. Um, okay, what what other movies do you have? Um, I haven't seen, like, the, like, I just, oh, I like Polar Express, you know? Mm, yeah, see, I was gonna bring up that one, because, yeah, it's, uh, at the, t- you know, at the time when it came out, it was a groundbreaking movie, and I know we all look back on the motion capture and go, ooh, that, man, that, that didn't work look out. as good as I remember, <laughs> but... At the, for the time that it came out, I mean, you got to give it credit. It was a being a product of its time in that respect. It's not bad. I mean, you had to think this was groundbreaking for the time it came out, which was like what two thousand four, uh, and uh, and honestly, like the colors on it and the renderings on it. I mean, it seemed like it does. If you have read the book uh, Polar Express, uh, definitely it it does try to follow it and it, obviously it takes its creative liberties but it still feels like it's in the tone of the book uh which is if you ever read it it's a picture book essentially with very little text mm-hmm. so um but the text that they do adapt to the to the screen i and use for like narration and stuff like that oh by the way tom hanks is like eight characters in this movie <laughs> it's fine uh, He's the narrator, he's the conductor, he's the hobo, he's uh, Santa, he's... 
he's the dad he's <laughs> i think he even did motion capture for like not only all those characters but i think reportedly he did motion capture for the main child as well i'm not sure he's but... tom hanks he can do anything <laughs> yeah um and and if you haven't seen it then i mean i highly recommend seeing it anyway because it is a beautiful movie regardless of if you can if you can just dismiss the motion capture being what it is at the time it's still aesthetically a beautiful movie so i mean that's the i way can't it compl- happens I, if on it's on tv i watch Express. it yeah and um yeah and the music's great and especially if you got that freaking hot chocolate jam you know i'm on it yeah hot, i was just yeah, gonna say we got it hot hot oh we got it hot hot <laughs> So a couple things with Polar Express to, to know going in is so, like, I've always been someone that, like, really loves Christmas, and I have to go outside for, for my Christmas fill of Christmas stuff because, like, I mean, this year it's a little bit different because everyone's home for Corona, but usually, like, since we got older, everyone is just like, celebrate Christmas for Rachel, it's fine, like, she really likes it, and it's always been kind of, like, half-assed. So um, I was. That's why I was like, Lauren, adopt me. Like no one. Like they're not even gonna do Christmas. Like I want Christmas. And he's, she's like, okay. So um, <laughs> you know, like I really dig Polar Express for like you know having a lot of just like the whole like goodwill towards men vibes. But also on another note, it's kind of really messed up that he's that Tom Hanks is like you need to believe in Santa until you're fifty five. You know, this won't <laughs> turn out really badly. You know, it's fine. So it has a kind of weird connotation and there's probably some analysis somewhere about like should we tell the children lies about so spoiler alert santa isn't real like i hope you know that but you know (laughs) the thing is is like uh the thing is that the book is pretty much that because it ends on the same note that the movie does Mm -hmm. so i can't exactly say that it's like uh you know it's tom hanks's fault (laughs) no it's not it's not tom hanks's fault it just like was that the best thing to keep in the movie i guess you know it's a it's a children's book that's meant to be read to children so i guess just children are dumb anyway it's fine well you know not like that's what i mean like you know should we should we dumb things down for children and are they gonna just get more depressed when they learn out when they learn santa isn't real like you know that kind of thing so that's a whole different i turned out fine (laughs) i mean but did we (laughs) Look at all my stuffed animals. I'm an adult. (laughs) Well, you know, anyway, enjoy Polar Express, please. Just forget about the realism aspect. It's a train that goes to the North Pole where you go and meet Santa. I don't think I, and that's not even spoiler territory. I think you figure from the name Polar Express, this is where it's going to take you to the North Pole. No, you you go to Antarctica so you can see penguins and then you come back. It's just a it's just a Disney nature documentary film <laughs> told from the perspective Surprise. of a child, <laughs> narrated um, by Tom Hanks. I guess what would some other animated projects be for Christmas that aren't Rankin Bass? Uh, I mean, well, I mean, you did cover Rudolph, but you did technically didn't say Rankin Bass in general. Oh yeah, well, Rankin. Well, now I know everything about. Well, not everything, but I know a lot. <laughs> um, Heat Miser and Snow Miser are still the boss. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so that's a year without a Santa Claus. Um, I wish they get more recognition. And apparently, there was a live action movie that we don't talk about. But like, they like that song is still catchy as as shit. Like, 
you know. Mm-hmm. And then Chi Chi. And the interesting thing is, is that I was going to say the interesting thing is uh, Freeform, which, you know, was formerly ABC Family. Uh, they're always Disney. known for every year. They're Yeah, they're always known for their 25 days of Christmas, right? So their schedule this year listed all a, bu- a bunch of these different repeat movies. Like it's very limited schedule compared to other years where it's just repeating a few movies versus a variety. Mm-hmm. Um, and the one thing that seemed to piss off more people than anything else was the fact that they didn't have a year without a Santa Claus. What? On the, on the schedule this year. And that what? had everybody mad. Yeah, because people were looking forward to the Heat and Snow Miser song. So it's like, <laughs> it was, yeah, it's, I, honestly, I was kind of upset about it myself. Because I'm like, wow, look at these repeat. First of all, look at all these movies that are just like, it's just a handful of movies that they're repeating for 25 days versus a whole, ver- and, and with like, you know, the exception of a couple days where they have like a, you know one-off newer movies or whatever but then they go back to the other stuff and um but yeah in, in a year without a santa claus surprising lack of some of those other rank and bass movies i mean santa claus is coming to town was on the schedule and so was rudolph uh but when it came to like year without a santa claus that wasn't even on there when it usually what, is what blasphemy so I, for I me is this is, i'm not even christian this, and this like, goes against my religion lauren <laughs> <laughs> like it, it, yeah it, everybody yeah, I know the, the Heat Miser and Snow Miser song, like that in particular has been the part that I, I want to say it's been memed out, but it's also been TikToked in a whole bunch. Well, and it's, then, but it is a catchy as heck song. And um, yeah, well, I, was, and I think that, again, to bring it back around to like the Rankin Bass movies in general, or the, at least the Rankin Bass specials. Oh, can um, I, can I say you, a thing real quick on that note? I was just going to yeah, say yeah. people were doing a lot of Heat Miser and Snow Miser jokes about um, the, the presidential election. So that mm-hmm. was also fun, um, which I miss. So, like, like I don't think that's politically, like, Trump sucks, whatever. But, like, um, you know, Trump has, like, spray-painted, like, that weird fucking orange color. And then Joe Biden's just, like, chill and he's got white hair. So, like, you know, and he's taller where Trump is, like, a little bit chubbier. I mean, so, again, not too political, but, you know, that was that was, yeah. was my favorite. It's like, but, I, but, yeah, but like the rest of this year, I'd like to leave that behind me. <laughs> Joe Biden, let me give you a hug. Anyway. Um. <laughs> but uh, but in terms of the, in general, Rankin-Bass specials, like, if you have Santa Claus is coming to town, you have your Rudolph, you got Frosty, which is, you know, sometimes they went into, like, the 2D animated route, and that would be, like, for Frosty. Uh, then you have mm-hmm. the Year Without a Santa Claus, and then you have uh, all, I guess you could say, uh, there was a, there was a, uh, there are so many Rankin-Bass specials. Lauren, uh, I have a question. So what do uh, you, th- now that Klaus is, like, the bomb, what do you think will be, so usually it's Year Without a Santa Claus that is, like, the, um, the, the, santa claus origin story that most people hear unless there's like a a different version and they're like christmas specials or something like that so do you wait, think are, are you saying are you saying wait, did you say the year without a santa claus is a santa origin story no no i mean not that one um santa claus is coming to town santa claus is yeah. coming to town yeah so do you think like which one do you think will be remembered better do you think like klaus will give um santa claus is coming you know, to town it, a year with um a run for its money uh honestly all i can say is time will tell yeah because rank and bass is their specials have been around for at least 50 years by this point minimum 50 years for so many of them 
so that they become a synonym, uh, synonymous with Christmas as a tradition to watch. Kind of like how the, uh, the, which we'll get to is the, is the Charlie Brown, the, the peanut special, the yeah. Charlie Brown Christmas. Um, but, uh, which I know that's technically special, but we're counting his movie, so shush. Um, <laughs> is that, especially with like all the Rankin Bass stuff. Uh, I think, I think like with Klaus, I think it'll eventually get that footing as like a staple yeah. Uh, as a staple Christmas movie, but it's still in its infancy. It only came out last year, so I think we still got to give it a little bit of time uh, for it to become a, a staple, a, a Christmas staple movie. Um, otherwise, it's, I think it's because, especially when those Rankin Bass specials came out, at the time they were uh, they were new and they did use songs that already pretty much existed, but um, which helped them, you know, cement them as you know popular but at the same time they were also the first time we'd seen them incarnated these songs you know the songs incarnated as animated specials and so and so and and then for them to be animated the way they were in the stop motion in a very stylized way it kind of they were new and they were unique to the time period so i mean again i think klaus may become that but just down the line yeah. When people kind of look back on it with the the nostalgia glasses kind of thing, uh, as we do with with all these other older Christmas specials and movies, so. Um. Yeah. It will be. Well, the thing is that I think is really hurting the Rankin Bass stuff is their um their streaming copyright is weird. Like you know we just talk mm-hmm. like usually people go to ABC to watch them, but they're like, you know we have Santa Claus is coming to town missing from the lineup, which is weird um because they usually again have a good variety as far as christmas things um i don't i don't know like it's it's weird and then well klaus is like on netflix the biggest streaming service ever so um i wonder how that will kind of play into um how people have access to the movies so like you know rudolph company i know you have talked to you a lot lately but like please like make the rights to the wrecked bass stuff at least the stuff that you own like easier to be able to stream because you're only helping yourself friend like and, and you can sell more of that rudolph that dink dink rudolph merch that we all need so like i don't know it was weird oh go ahead Oh man, I almost forgot. The just it just hit me. I almost forgot. I can't believe it. Was the little drummer boy? That was another Rankin Bass. Oh, I, I didn't watch that one. The biblical one. Jesus. So, but you could. I was gonna say it's a really good one though. I mean, I, I feel like not enough people talk about it, even though the song, the little drummer boy, is played every year a million times over. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's like the special is honestly really good, and it's as far as I can tell the only one that's rooted in the biblical story. So. Um, so there's that. Are we oh so and then obviously for people who are taking notes about the ranking bass um, uh, specials, there's also the ones that there's also Jack Frost, which people don't talk about a lot, which I really liked. Um, mm-hmm. And then like there's like five Frosty movies that are 2D animated for some reason. And then um, yeah, because they they jumped back and forth between two D and and stop motion on their specials. Yeah, and then um, there's also the ones that were made after the fact, like um, which I don't think they get enough credit because they're great. So like, um, so again, Island of Misfit Toys 
Island of Misfit Toys. There you go. Uh, was made in 2001. It's 3D animated. It looks like garbage, but watch it. It's good. And then the other one that was actually made in stop motion in 2008 was called A Miser Brothers Christmas, which is also adorable. And the animation's really good. And they actually got Mickey Rooney to reprise his role of Santa. I think that was the last time he did before he died, too. Mm-hmm. So that's also adorable. I think that was funded by ABC, so that might be on the schedule comparably than the other one. Um, so they're all great. Um, so a couple more before. So we for, so the snowman. Do you like the snowman, Lauren? Even though it's depressing. Oh, you mean the wait? You mean like the the, the animated short? Yeah. Where, the one that's like it looks like the 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 pencil drawings kind of. Yeah. One? Shoot, I haven't watched that in years. It's good. <laughs> I know what you're talking about, but I have like not watched that in so, years. So yeah, that was um, a staple because we had it on DVD, which is um, it's it's beautiful. It's sad. Um, I I also again I I also mentioned the snowman in the Rudolph special, but if you feel like something that's kind of like also has the bittersweet um, bittersweetness of like childhood childhood and nothing lasts forever stuff then you could watch The Snowman, and that's where the song um, Walking in the Air, which is, like, beautiful, mm-hmm. comes from. So it's, like, um, apparently in British culture, it might have changed, obviously, with streaming, but, like, that was the Christmas movie to watch, which is The Snowman, so they didn't have a big mm-hmm. range of Christmas classics like we do, but they had The Snowman, and then there was a sequel to The Snowman called The Snow Dog, which is equally like heartbreaking as that. I would argue it's probably more. Oh God. It's probably more a little bit. It has. It has. I think a, anything with a dog, if you say it's going to be sad, it's going to be automatically. I way mean, the more sad, sad part is near the beginning, and then the ending is kind of nice. So, um, if you can mm-hmm. get bad past sad, sad beginning, um, then and it's in the same. It's in the same. I'd say you know, uh, watercolor kind of style too. So good job. So I like I like how companies are kind of revisiting the, these properties in a way that's kind of respectful of the original tone. Like I'd say Snow Dog, I'd say Miser Brothers, I'd say Mitsu Toys are all really good and they add to the original versus just people like I was looking over like um Christmas movies that don't need to exist. Lauren, you know someone bought the rights to the Swan Princess movies and they made a bunch of crappy like yes. 3D movies. Yes. There's like a Swan Brother a Swan Princess Christmas or some bullshit like Yes, that's not even the worst of them. <laughs> I don't I, are they all really that bad? Yeah, they oh. get worse. I can I can feel the pain in your voice. So, um because, because having been a fan of the original Swan Princess movies, Yes, it's very painful. Yeah, I, I wish I wish Disney would buy Swan Princess. That could be something they add to their lineup. Like Anastasia is kind of harder. Like I'll probably talk. I'm probably want. I want to do an Anastasia video um, eventually. But you know, Swan Princess is pretty like would pretty be pretty seamless to add to the lineup. But anyway, um, the did you like the two D sequels? Yeah, I actually did. Yeah. I mean, there were certain, like, I still think the first one is, like, the best one out of all of them mm-hmm. uh, in terms of memorability. But I did like the other sequels. Yes, I did. Okay. In terms of the 2D stuff. So if you're yes. wondering where some, like, weird characters are coming from when you watch, like, those those um, AMVs or what the fuck ever where they, they, um, they keyframe out specific characters for stuff. Um, one of them mm-hmm. is Swan Princess as well as, well as Cool World. Um, 
you know, mm-hmm. as far as the last. Which is not a Christmas movie and not a well, kids movie, by the way. <laughs> go watch Cool World. It's the best Christmas movie. No, um, it's actually pretty bad. <laughs> but the animation's pretty. Um, anyway, so we forgot, Lauren, we forgot the best Christmas movie that's ever existed. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. <laughs> Gra- Grandpa's gonna sue the pants off the of Santa. Fucking, <laughs> I hate this fucking movie. Like, <laughs> like I guess if we're gonna recommend something that's so bad it's kind of good, is Grandma got run over by a reindeer. I can't deny that. It's like it's just so bizarre and that they made this a special. But I guess if you have something as funkiest song as grandma got run over by a reindeer there's bound to be some funky story you want to put with it um but oh man it's a musical too uh a musical movie that has like they like try to fit in songs where you're not thinking they're gonna fit in songs but they do anyway uh there's a court case revolving around santa being being uh, uh, accused of of you know, basically hit and run and has to be taken to court. I hate this movie. <laughs> or is basically potentially a, uh, accused of murdering the grandma, even though the grandma's being held. I hate hosti- this movie you know, so much. Like- <laughs> it was always it's on like Cartoon it's... Network, and I watched it like a couple times because I hated myself. Um, yeah, see, I I used to watch it on Channel Five. It would actually play on like what is now the CW. It would play on KTLA. It was uh, <laughs> so it would play on the WB basically. But yeah, it was like one of those things where I'm like, you know what? It's it's goofy. It's absolutely bonkers. It's ridiculous. But you know what? It's like I think it's kind of like where I consider it. Um, it has the right amount of awkward in it too, where you're just kind of like I don't know. I, I I've seen far worse Christmas specials, but to me, where it's something so bad, it's kind of enjoyable. Uh, it's like, to me, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer is the room of holiday specials because of just how awkward it is and how it's, like, it apparently just, like, it does try to be something different, but it's but it's so bizarre. And, um, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I, I can't even be full... We say we don't like it, but at the same time, I can't even be mad at it because it's just so strange. And I'm like, I give it guts for existence. I can be. Like, I'm <laughs> mad at the people who thought this was a good idea. Like, <laughs> why? So Can't you spend your money, like, somewhere? Can't you, like, save a hospital or something? Like, you got to go finance Rambo. Ra- uh, Grandma got run over by a fucking reindeer. Like, I hate you. Yeah. Anyway. I hate you random investor dudes. I guess if you also want to root this back to what online reviewers have touched on in the past, and I mean, you've probably already heard of them if you're already listening to us and know about people on the internet. You've probably heard about the Christmas tree and Rhapsody Street Kids believe in Santa. These two notoriously horrible Christmas specials that were like (laughs) extremely low budget and uh, just have like, one has like, a mix of like kind of halfway decent animation the other one is just no this is like not even somebody in their in their introduction to 3d animation class could do anything this bad so <laughs> uh, so i mean there's those two and i there's plenty of reviews on those movies already and actually i think i think you can actually watch the christmas tree online in its entirety for free on YouTube. Like, I'm sure somebody uploaded the whole thing. Um, 
and it's there and it's just it's it's bad it's real bad um especially the voice acting is just really awful we come from the mayor's <laughs> existence is pain um what's your favorite christmas carol uh, version lauren Ooh, that's ooh. okay i know this is probably gonna sound like the mainstream answer but Muppets i really christmas love carol Actually, I was going to say the one with Scrooge McDuck. Oh, okay. I was just Christmas like, that's Carol, the majority but... I've been hearing is, is is Muppets Christmas Carol. So Yeah, no, I mean, that one's that one's good and charming and, and, and really cute, too. But the one I for sure have watched more than any other version uh, on a repeat basis has been uh, Mickey's Christmas Carol. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, that and that one's just like, yeah, it, it gets the right amount of its... its it's sweet and heartfelt but it also has uh good points of where it does push on the drama mm-hmm. of the, of especially towards the end uh and yeah and it does it in a short time frame so i mean i give it a whole lot of credit um yeah but yeah and and like the the i the jim carrey one not as big a fan of it it's it's I mean, the most accurate of the version so if you like it for that yeah. reason but like it's weird sometimes yeah yeah, and it is pretty creepy. And I know the story of A Christmas Carol is kind of in its way very creepy, but to think of when you have like these very caricatured people with mocap on them, uh, you know, and then actually, it, well, I mean, at least it's much better mocap than Polar Express. Uh, but then that also adds to that uncanny valley kind of feel to it. Um, so if you're into that, then fine, give it a watch. Otherwise, I mean, I, I think it's just because it's, I mean, Christmas Carol is not exactly the the liveliest and most heartwarming story to tell, except for the ending message. Yeah. Um, but um, but that's why it's like I want to look at other interpretations and look for that lighter tone because it's our. I'm like, look, we're already very as people, we're all very sad already. So I think we don't need it this year. Skip. At, we don't. Yeah. Yeah. Just look for another version. Um, but yeah, for me, it's the Mickey version. Yeah, I agree. Like, so for those who m- remember back in the day, so back in the day, um, they had a couple DVDs for uh, House of Mouse, which, you know, I think is mm-hmm. a great idea. So it was in the um, the VHS of House of Mouse. It was the last special they showed. And that's how I got introduced to it. And it's it's still great. Yeah, the Snowden at the, Snowden at the House of Mouse, which was a great Christmas. That's actually, I'll consider that a Christmas movie because technically it, it's derived from the show, but it is it was released on home release on DVD and stuff like that. Is that on, is House um, of Mouse on Disney Plus yet? No, and it should be. What? It's like, get it's, on that. Guys, I kept thinking to myself the whole concept of the House of Mouse was such a brilliant thing to have for Disney. It's to be more like, like the hey, fact that they could get away with it, you know, and have all these characters interact with each what other. What they should have, what to this day, I still think what they should have done, even in whatever park they decided to do it at, they should have made a House of Mouse so you do character dining. Oh my god! And I mean, right? Honestly, Disney, if you haven't even considered that. Look, even if it doesn't have to be hooked up to the House of Mouse show, why not? It just like I know you already do character design dining, but imagine one where they could all meet at the same place, and not have to be like land specific, or even restaurant specific. That you could just do it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they have a lot of money for like, um, 
renovating right now, but you know, I think that's probably the the future. When they can, yeah. I I think for the future. That's why I say not now, but I'm just saying if you haven't thought about it, just saying. Yeah. Idea right there. Um, um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else we haven't covered. Oh, and this is something I don't think a lot of people know exists. So there, there is a, um, a an animated version of the Elf story. It's called Elf Buddy's Buddy's Musical Christmas, which is stop oh, motion. Oh, the one that was it was yeah the NBC special. Right? Yeah, yeah. So that's really cute if you like the original uh, movie. Um, and so Elf was actually a Broadway play, and then they made the special out of this, which I don't think a lot of people know exists. So shout out to Elf, yeah, the Elf special. I remember I, I remember I saw it, and it's funny because I I know it's kind of split audiences. We're going like you know half of them going you know this is cute, and then the other one's saying this is cute, but did we need this? And I'm yeah. like thinking, well, I mean, at the same time. It does try to do a few things different from its movie counterpart. So, like, the the whole musical aspect and everything. And it's also stop motion, which already is automatically more charming. Uh, but it's just, you know, uh, I, I have to revisit it. But I remember watching it the year it came out on TV and watching it. So I do remember that. Um, but, yeah, definitely check it out. See for yourself. Uh, if you like the Elf movie, then you're going to like the Christmas special. Just uh, it's just not going to be Will Ferrell as as Buddy. So that uh, was that was not that was a mistake to not cast him. But I imagine it was a budget. I think that reason. was another thing. Yeah. That's another audience splitting thing that they did was when they uh, when they changed it from Will Ferrell. That that probably was another contributing factor. Um, but yeah, no, definitely try, definitely check it out. And also, I don't. Maybe it goes without saying. Uh, I don't have to really d- dive into it. Is Charlie Brown Christmas? Yeah. I don't think I have to go too far into it because if you if you haven't seen it by this point, then you I don't know get what you're doing with your life. Uh, and plus, on top of that, uh, Apple TV is going to be viewing playing it for free, and then I think on uh, 25 Days of Christmas they'll be playing it there too, and then. Uh, and I think CBS will still be able to play it this year um, on TV as well. So I mean, there's gonna be ways to watch it. So definitely check your check your local listings, check your streaming services, check anything like that that you can watch. Uh, Apple TV will have it playing for free for the holiday season, if I remember. Maybe there's like a certain set of days that they have it up. Because um, yeah, uh, definitely definitely check it out. Very easy to watch very heartwarming very like non-controversial it's just it's it's the peanuts which honestly you can't go wrong with them yeah um did you something i haven't seen that people like swear by is um arthur christmas yeah i was actually gonna bring that one up too um i haven't gone and revisited that one a lot but i do acknowledge it is a great movie uh, I was actually thinking of watching it the other day. So, um, like, because I'm like, hey, I, you know what? I, I need to go back to that. We need to, like, um, next year, like, if COVID's not, if COVID is over, we need to have, like, Christmas things where, you, like, every couple of days we watch Christmas movies or something and have cocoa and it'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and Arthur Christmas, yeah, that made by uh, made by Ardman, by the way, the, the, the studio that brought you Wallace and Gromit. Uh, they also brought you Arthur Christmas, so uh, which is all computer animated though, um, but it's actually become a lot of people's favorite holiday movie. So uh, definitely go check it out. I don't want to go into any spoiler territory on that either. Uh, plus, there's a lot to explain to it, so just definitely go give it a watch, check it out. Um, 
and uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of others. There's so that's a thing. There's so many Christmas movies and Christmas specials, and let alone animated ones. Um, and you're, we're just trying to weed out some of the ones that we say go watch it because it's really good, or go watch it because it's kitschy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. You got any on your list that um I missed maybe? Um no, I have a, I pulled up a list of like every Christmas movie logged and it's just like things like a Flintstones Christmas Carol, which I don't think we need to bring up. Um but I brought it up anyway. Like we've already we just talked about the the Illumination Grinch last episode. So, mm-hmm. um I think we got all of them. Um I guess Rise of the Guardians if you that does that count? Yes, that does count. Actually, yes. I'll, I'll, you know, actually for now, I think at least for my final point, I will close out on that one because that one honestly deserves a sequel because of the universe that they built up for it um, and how much work they went into designing everything and making sure that it was like you have a whole heavy set of lore to go with this universe. So uh, Rise of the Guardians is about the icons of the holidays. So you have, or at least holidays and maybe even just like uh, events. Like you have a two, basically icons of, of childhood. You have the Sandman, you have uh, the Tooth Fairy, you have the Easter Bunny, you have Santa, and you have Jack Frost. Uh, and basically there are all these, these incredible warriors that fight against uh, the Boogeyman played by Jude Law, by the way, um, and he, who is bringing nightmares to children and trying to get them to stop believing in these icons that bring so much joy to children. It's basically making, making them live in fear so that they don't believe in magic anymore. Um, and especially with uh, Jack Frost, is in particular, having uh, an identity crisis and showing the origin story of him as well. And uh, it's very, very interesting and very... It's just gorgeous, gorgeous movie, and and the biggest sin is that it hasn't had any sequel planned for it because they honestly should get. They honestly should. Mm-hmm. It also has Hugh Jackman as the Easter Bunny because the Easter Bunny is an Australian, huge like freaking like seven foot Australian rabbit, <laughs> and he's awesome. I mean, again, I think that might be something that changes with um. um hbo max right that's the nbc one um so you know if it gets pop- uh, Pe- peacock is the, peacock's the nbc I always one. get confused anyway so hbo is the warner brothers okay because like they're usually like paired together anyway so peacock um if you know if people are watching it a lot on christmas time then they're like maybe we should do a special with these guys and i'm just like yeah maybe that's a good idea guys so you know also russian santa yeah. Um. Do you, did you ever see the Don Bluth like donkey thing? Yes, small one. Okay. That one's really cute and very wholesome and and just very soft. Um, it's it's peak Don Bluthisms. Uh, in terms of like the animation, just very soft and round, and especially coming off the heels of uh, at least around that time, coming off the heels of when he worked on like Jungle Book and that kind of stuff. That you can tell that when he when uh when uh Don Bluth had been coming off of uh, he, he was working with Disney but also just like ready to come off of their heels and go off on his own. Man, he old. Um, he was on Jungle Book. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was on Jungle Book. He might have been on just a little after that but I'm just thinking of like, you know, he was uh, he was involved 
pretty early on. Yeah. In in like the early late I want to say late sixties, early seventies, he was involved. So I mean, Jungle Book was like mid sixties, but I say that because they probably use similar uh, model sheets because that was the age of recycling a lot of things too. Mm-hmm. So um, that meant designs and animations, and that's why you have the Xerox era. Okay. Where they were. Uh, yeah, so when they that's why when you see like similar dance patterns being used in different movies, like when you see the same dance that Snow White d- does uh, in uh, Robin Hood when Maid Marian's dancing and stuff like that. So yeah, it's that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, no, Small One is another is basically uh, it, if I remember, it's another face another telling of the nativity story um, because it's uh, about a boy and his donkey uh, on on the night that uh that mary and joseph are coming into bethlehem or are going to go to bethlehem so um yeah so there's that okay i think we got all of them so anything you want to close on lauren um go watch these movies guys and we try to aim for the ones that'll like make you feel real good so um even if there are some of the ones where we say yeah these are specials that are really bad but we kind of enjoy how bad they are if you need a good laugh then you got those um (laughs) um so uh, yeah definitely go check them out and um and actually let us know what some of your favorite holiday movies are too ones that we i know for sure we haven't mentioned and uh and let us know if those are the movies that you watch and or maybe even some movies that you don't watch i mean or movies you watch at christmas that aren't christmas specific i should say yeah. You know, like how sometimes I like, I, like I even watch like Anastasia at wintertime because it feels like a winter movie. That well, kind of once thing. upon a December, so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, there's, yeah, because I'm like, yeah. Because um, I did watch Anastasia the other day. It's I good, rewatched it good for movie. like the millionth time. It's always good. Always good. Okay. Um, anyway, how about you? Oh, I was just going to end. Um, not that, I don't know how the, the, the us episodes usually do in general, but anyway, um, so just a reminder that uh, so going forward for after Christmas, um, we have a lot of powerhouse ideas um, that are solidifying. I don't think this is a, this is a spoiler because I put it on Twitter, but um, we're organizing a Treasure Planet reanimated collab with just this the song sequence, not the not the whole movie, please. Oh God! Um, so that is a thing that will happen, as well as um, we have some other like really big specials with some of the talent that we've gained through the podcast. So um, you know, we kind of want to like. The goals for the channel in the next like year or two, depending on COVID, obviously, is to kind of come an animation powerhouse between either between making your own stuff, like directing kind of these IP friendly things like um, like Treasure Planet or doing uh, videos with and without like industry talent. So um, I'm really excited, but it's just been COVID obviously has over or complicated a lot of this process because you know there's it's harder to network when you have to do things on the computer and you know you can't hype appearances there's a lot of different intricacies um we'll probably also have a mailing list up um for everything um soon as soon as we can figure out how that works so look out for that but um if you guys can just do your part and just share um obviously subscribe and notify so make sure you're watching the content when it comes out um, at least on the mm-hmm. main channel, like I, the podcast is just kind of there for people who want it because not everyone is is into podcasts. You know, like that's not their thing, especially when there's they're not really traveling anywhere because of COVID. So, um, you know, that's why we upload like ideally we upload the SoundCloud version so early in the mornings on Wednesdays. Is So if you're going into work, then you can watch it 
watch it. You can listen to it um, on your way to work or whatever. But again, COVID, like you're not really going it. You're probably sleeping um, then. So, you know, um, uh, yeah. So, you know, like doing, watching the videos when they come out, like we're, I'm pretty good at this point, at least putting promos on the main channel saying like, hey, we're going to drop a video this week. Please pay attention. As well as we do the sketch um, raffles that if you comment on the video, we'll like pick a comment and be like, hey, you get free art. Yay. So that. But yeah, just keep on like recommending the channel to your friends. Like, you know, um, again, the subscribers help because, again, it's it's um, it's helping people watch the videos when they come out. So like, you know, as well as like it's a political thing in the industry like it, it's a, a way to prove like success so like if that makes sense so like it's not i don't like i yeah, kind yeah. of i think i think that's it i think it's kind of a given yeah yeah something. i don't know i just <laughs> i it's not like please subscribe to me because ego but like please subscribe because then you know some people are like what the what the fuck is an i love kim possible up they're like oh there, there's an audience for that okay well maybe i judge this book too fast so that's usually the process of what happens anyway um so yeah like share the videos in your discord server you know whatever like tell your friends especially as we're coming more like pc themed i guess but like more universal i guess is the word not pc so again we'll still do pony stuff if there's something relevant like i'm sure pony life discord or whatever the fuck will probably come back before that ends and if the movie is worth talking about and that gets done i don't know um there's a horse movie then I'll, i guess i'll talk about it but um you know um i'm really like we're all working really hard to try to make sure that um we're kind of appealing to more people and a lot of people forget that we exist still even though um they kind of like after they pony out they they just stop watching pony people unless it's like they hyper focus on some other people which is also happening so it's weird it's this weird like like i guess would you is that what you would say happened lauren like people are like supercharged to, to other people that are still making content yeah i mean again it depends yeah on, depends on the person depends on the content they produce and depends on their format and yeah so i don't know anyway uh but yeah no definitely like comment subscribe get your notifications turned on for this stuff because yeah we're all working really hard the team's working really hard uh to bring you new content very I, I as often maps. as we can possibly get it we we need we'd all need the maps or not maps we all need mm -hmm. the naps so um if you're interested in the treasure planet reanimated collab um we'll probably have more information about that after the holidays um please note though that you'll have to turn in some sample of animation i'm not just going to let you join the group because you say you can animate i promise i promise so um, if you need time to get like a little reel together of just like some basic stuff, making sure, you know, you know, like if you're if you're being stylistic, like making sure you know that, that you're doing it on purpose and not just like whatever. So anyway, um, yeah, we'll make it we'll make a post about it. a general. Post yeah. About it yeah. Too. Like if you're into that and then we got some other stuff like and then um, obviously like conventions aren't a big thing. But if you're watching other YouTubers, like we're also collabing a lot with other people lately um, to help with Synergy as well as meeting friends because friends are nice. So if there's like another YouTuber that are like, I really like you, but you know, it'd be cool if you did stuff with KP and they're just like, who's KP? And then you're like, let me tell you about the KP. So, um, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, and then fan server is good. Um, not that it's particularly like 
muted if you're into discord but you also get notifications about stuff there too if that help is that helpful plus like you know it's kind of dead we don't have a lot of people talking in there that often so you know if you like people and you you know hate yourself you can join the discord server <laughs> it's like or you if you're just a generally nice person come join this join the server which i'm hoping that's that's all of you listening right now all because all, all, all of you guys here. um if you're not on the server i mean you don't have to be but i interact in there sometimes so if you want to have direct and it's a way i feel comfortable in because um a lot of times like and then I, again i just posted on twitter Someone um, sent me an email telling me that they were single and they sh- that um, I should. Talk yeah, to don't them. do that. People, people, please. This is not. This is not a date. This is not a dating. YouTube site. is not a dating this site. Is... YouTube is not a f- making friends site. You don't know email YouTubers is not... because you watch email... their videos. Yeah, just because you watch somebody's content doesn't give you a free pass into asking somebody out. Please don't do that. We are not about that. Please. don't just don't you can't see me but i'm face palming um especially too like um you know um most youtubers have been burned by people that like want to be friends but they like want to be want to be used um with them and then so that goes from people hitting on them to like people like making a big deal if they don't respond to something that they said which has happened to happened to me too but like me specifically is just very traumatized by like not being able to trust um, other people and having to kind of reclaim that. So again, server is a way that I can interact with people that I feel comfortable with. But please don't, yeah, mm-hmm. please don't send me your fan fiction. I, I I will just get scared and hide. So <laughs> yeah, just so on that note, we're gonna close out. And yeah, saying just just say we're gonna be just be be nice, be nice to everybody. Don't get cold. Be nice to yourself. And yeah, and uh, yeah, just treat everybody with with respect, and uh, you know, you know, and I hope everybody has a really good holiday, whichever you celebrate. I know, at, at least as of recording this, we're about six nights. So, yeah, I guess you're about six nights into Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah! And then we're about <laughs> and um, uh, yeah, and then I hope everybody has a Merry Christmas, uh, Happy Kwanzaa. Uh, whatever year. whatever you may well we'll probably talk before you, you don't year. do any of that yeah it's like and but i mean even then it's like i i hope everybody has a, a wonderful holiday season and uh we will be we'll, we'll be back again before the new year but like yeah. you said um but in terms of christmas we're gonna be making sure we're, we're, we gotta we gotta rest we gotta take time off to, to, to gotta make the list check it do twice the holiday stuffs yep <laughs> All right. Um, so again, we'll probably release this episode early so you guys can watch it um, while you're catching up on your content or you're doing some chocolate or um, whatever you're feeling like. So um, go, you go, you have time to watch the movies and then make sure you watch Rudolph special and just content in general, please. Oh, God. And we'll see you next time on the, the KP podcast animation communication. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, have a good night, guys. Until next time. Mwah. Good night, everybody. Happy birthday. So, that's a frosty reference. Happy anyway. birthday, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Thank you so much for listening to Animation Communication on YouTube, Spotify, or your favorite podcast provider. We are really hoping this show makes a difference in how people view animation and media. 
as well as giving and providing advice for people all over the world who like or want to join the animation or media industry. If you liked what you heard, please remember to subscribe and rate those five stars, as well as tell your friends. Don't forget to subscribe to our main YouTube channel, I Love Kim Possible A Lot, and turn those notifications on. My name is Scribbler, and you have been listening to Animation Communication.